0: All right, we're back. Welcome to Inside Lamont, our second recording of our podcast. Uh, You're here with uh, me, Mike, and our co-host, Jason, along with Paul and Jen from Pollyanna and Sosimos. How's it going, everybody? Good. Fantastic.
1: Very good. Very good.
0: Great to hear. And if you guys want to kind of introduce yourselves a little bit and let everyone know about
2: you, it'd be great. All right, I'll start. My um, my name's Jen Macari. I am the director of operations for Jel Sosimo's and Digs on Canal. Uh, Peg and Ed Grigis. my parents own both restaurants, but I am the boots on the ground. So I am in charge of day-to-day apps for both places. Awesome.
3: Mr. Paul. I am Paul Socora. I am the president and CEO of Pollyanna Brewing Company uh our local brewery here in Lamont uh we've been open now for a little over five years I left my day job of 21 and a half years to uh open up my dream of owning a craft brewery and uh here we are
1: oh, I didn't know that I never heard so fancy (laughs) It does say that on
3: the paperwork we're (laughs) we're actually a C corp so we have to we have
2: uh titles
1: very nice very nice I'm going to go to the next board meeting.
0: <laughs> I just made up my title. So <laughs> I really have one. It just sounded nice. <laughs> well, I guess to uh, kind of kick off the conversation here, we're going with the whole COVID-19 deal. How is this kind of changing your business plans? And uh, hey, you guys had to do it real quick. It was kind of one day we're open, the next day, hey, you guys got to shut down. How did you adapt to that?
2: Um, well, at first we kept both restaurants open. Um, and we've already been set up for carry-out and delivery. We've been set up for that since day one. Paul and I, we opened up the Gels in Pollyanna a couple weeks apart from each other. So since the beginning at Dell we've done pick-up, carry-out, and um, delivery and dine-in. So we did the same thing at Dig. So that part was easy for us because we already had the manpower and the computer set up and phones. Um, but we quickly realized after... A couple of weeks of be- or a couple of days of being shut down that operating both restaurants uh, wasn't feasible it financially didn't make sense from manpower perspective, so we ended up having to move um, we shut digs down and we moved like the top five items from digs and added them to my gelssamo's menu and now we basically run part of digs out of Gelsamo so it's like a combined restaurant out of one location.
0: okay yeah awesome what do you what you have to do, Paul Well. So you know, as,
3: as this all hit, you know, we were you know we were chugging along with getting ready to ramp up for the spring and summertime, which of course is the best time for beer drinking. And um, you know, we we do basically two different businesses out of out of uh, out of Pollyanna. One is we sell through our distributor, and the other, which goes out to bars, pubs, and restaurants uh, throughout the city and the burbs and many counties and here in Illinois. And then the rest of the business is the taproom. And the tap room is great business because it allows folks to come in and experience the brand in person and come in and have a drink uh, and buy package to go. Um, you know, so that, that's basically the side that uh, really got closed down with the whole uh, COVID 19. And uh, we, um, you know, we, we are still selling through our distributor and we had to change up our platform to just that curbside and takeout, which wasn't bad, except, you know, the, 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 um, Um, The packaging, we had to be, we had to increase a little bit more of, uh, and we had to uh, make sure that we were able to just get people in and out and figure out how we're going to have the manpower to be able to do curbside service. Um, We kept our, we've kept so far our six full-time employees. um, And um, the other folks that are servers are are typically uh, part-time workers and actually have full-time jobs, but many of them have been furloughed or let go. So uh, that's their only job right now is working at Pollyanna. So it's important for us to uh, kind of keep the uh, uh, ten- keep the engine going at Pollyanna to support a bunch of people, especially with two of our full-time employees. Uh, both of them, wives, are pregnant and due in the next couple mm-hmm. of uh, months. Yeah. Of course, great timing.
0: Yeah. yeah, It's yeah, well. a tough spot to be in. Correct. Yeah. Correct.
1: Yeah, I uh... I think for a lot of restaurant owners and breweries and people in food and beverage, I, you know, the owners like you guys, those employees are like top of mind. I mean, that that overnight order from JB, like you're closed tomorrow. I mean, just put everybody in a scramble. Um, I've been really impressed though at what, what the restaurant industry is trying to do for employees. Um, you know, and not only just locally grants and whatnot, I know they're impossible to get, but, um, What's so special about restaurant employees? I love going to restaurants. What are you guys doing?
2: Oh, I don't know. Our we, I've had the same staff, a lot of staff members since we opened. Um, I hire, you know, we've hired a ton of kids from Lamont and Lockport, and so obviously those kids were the first ones to have to be cut from the schedule. Those are kids that you know live at home and have most of them have the support of their parents, so that works out for them. But a lot of our full-timers are still here with me. I mean, I give them as many hours as I can, just try to get them in here. Uh, my servers turned into drivers, and so um, they yeah. deliver. And um, and our kitchen guys, I was able to collapse, like, you know, our main kitchen managers and chefs and all that into one staff. And so we do our best to kind of give everyone a little piece of the pie, no pun intended, And um, <laughs> or was it. Um, <laughs> But no, and you know, they're family to me. I mean, these kids are, you know, I'm the person they call when things go bad or things go great. Or so, you know, I, we, we do our best to take care of them. And my mom who's the vice president of nursing at silver cross is normally the one with all the hugs and the snacks and all that stuff on the weekend. And she's not here. So I have to be that person, you know, which, you know, it's, it's, it's challenging, but it you know, it is good to see their faces and they've been part of my small circle of 10 people, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. bigger groups than 10, but they've been nice circle for, you know, four or five years. So, you know, I'm not really worried about my safety or health because I know we're always together. So that's kind of.
1: Yeah. I know you guys know me. I don't know if you know, Mike, he, you know, Mike's in the hospitality industry too. So he's Mm -hmm. been feeling it. That's how this started, right? Mike, you were inside. Yeah, I was was inside (laughs) and nothing to do. It's
0: like a week (laughs) or two. So I'm like, Hey, you know, it's something fun to do. Why not keep busy?
1: Yeah. How do you guys, you know, I mean, you're both really good on social media and, and, and get out there for either you guys, Jen, Pollyanna, you know, how, how do you, um, what are some ways you're keeping in touch with your customers, keeping them engaged?
2: Paul, do you want to go?
3: Yeah, sure. So, you know, there's, there's, there's really, you know, we try to, we try to target our, our, um, our Facebook followers. Uh, we also have our Optimist Society, which is a mug club. Uh, we have over 200 people in the mud club. So these are people that, you know, kind of are our loyal uh, followers, evangelists, folks that support the brewery day in and day out. And, uh, you know, we, we give them updates a couple times a week on what's going on. So the fun part is with our businesses, we do have scheduled releases of beers that are coming out. So, I mean, having something new is what everybody likes in this in the uh, craft beer world, which is what's what's coming up. Uh, we just released Summerly, which is our raspberry wheat beer for summer yeah. uh, So we good. Did a, we, mm-hmm. um, uh, we did a uh, variant on uh, Lexical Gap called Lex Wickel. I mean, we have our uh, Kiwi Allure, which is our um, uh, which is our sour. So so those things kind of keep people thinking about us at, at all times, right? These beers are coming out. What's going on? When are they going to be available? We give some precedent to the Mug Club members, the optimists, on when they could come and pick stuff, some of those things up. Uh, and before the rest of the population and, and the rest. So, um, you know, that's been, that's what we're doing. We also just ran a, a little bit of a, a promotion. I mean, uh, with, uh, some, um, quarantine box sets, which had some beer, wine, glassware, um, they had some underbirds in there. So they kind of were an adult. Uh, uh they certainly weren't adult uh, <laughs> a quarantine, uh, um, type of, um, a gift to, to bring home. And, you know, it was, it was fun because, uh, it gave people a chance to, um, to, you know, kind of the responses that you saw from people were like, wow, I'm glad you're doing this. I'm glad you guys are doing okay. We'll come in and support you. I mean, you know, we, we charged $50 uh, and we think it was a fair price for what we gave. But there were people that came in and said, you know what, $50 is great, but here's another 50 for your folks. And you just kind yeah. of look at them with mm-hmm. a tear in your eye and just say, thank you very much.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And for us, you know, we've had oh, there's a lot that happens um, and my folks their their main goal has always been to give back what we get. So, um, in five years, Pegnet have given and written checks to in upwards of like one hundred twenty thousand dollars to different teams and schools and churches and organizations. And um, so, when we shut Digs down, we ended up. Um, I'm very close with Terry O'Neill who runs Hope and Friendship. Um, they had no space to take in perishable items, and so I gave her a key and an alarm code to awesome. Digs, and it became the um, you know, the secondary pantry for Lamont for Hope and Friendship. So that carried a lot of goodwill and people, you know, felt good about that. And um, gel Sosmos is a drop off for Hope and Friendship. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of that goodwill got forwarded to us. And like Paul, people want to like, you know, take care of yourself, help you stay open um Last week or two weeks ago, John Scopic, who's a local state farm rep, came in. Um, spent six hundred dollars on pizzas to send to Silver Cross um, nursing staff for ICU, and then tipped my staff six hundred dollars out of his awesome. own pocket. Oh wow! I mean, that alone generated like a hundred shares on Facebook, and um, and then another plug for my na- my neighbor um, Kyle Kuching, whose daughter Ellie passed away almost a year ago today. Um, but she's my next door neighbor, and she created the. Uh, taste of Lamont on wheels yeah she's doing awesome group, and I can barely keep up with her because I'm trying she's like <laughs> what are we doing for specials I'm like oh my god I'm ha- I've already had too much wine let me see what specials I'm coming up with tomorrow <laughs> um but that's been a really grassroots strong effort to keep all these restaurants and um you know places open and going so it's been a community effort for sure and um you know it is like that hashtag we're all in it together we really are and um I will say, Paul, just a heads up, we've also started selling the liquor and the beer, and Pollyanna's, I'm out. So we had to call into <laughs> Heartland today to get some more cans, because they're, they're the first ones to go. My Pollyanna four-packs are you know, like flying off the shelf. So um, it's a community effort, for sure. And uh, I can tell that everyone's trying to support local, because that's, again, Pollyanna's the first thing to go out the door when we sell those. So,
0: mm-hmm.
3: Well, we always have we always have your guys pizzas on top of mind for people to come in when they, when the tap room's open. So it sucks that we can't really reciprocate with that. I'm glad we could have the cans for you to sell so we can make money on it, of course. But, uh, you know, I miss, I miss Tim stopping by every 15 minutes with a pizza for somebody. (laughs) I
2: know the stress of it all. No, it is. I mean, we're like brother (laughs) and sister. I mean, it's, it's so fun working together. And I mean, y'all root for each other and, um, you know, it's, it's it's a blessing and a curse in a, t- a town really small because you hear everything. But you know, anything bad you hear. Um, <laughs> but for the most part, um, everyone's just been like, just trying to help everybody out. Even Ike's the t-shirts um, store yeah. created t-shirts to sell for, um, you know, the pandemic team. And you know, it's just it it, it has made you become more creative mm-hmm. in, in efforts to get you know to stay open and um, you know, so not all bad. There's always silver linings and things like this, you know? Mm -hmm.
1: And and Jen, you were telling me earlier, uh, another local business, your kids, uh, are zoom experts because of Allegro.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. I have three daughters and they do probably like 30 hours of dance theater and piano. And they are on zoom for hours doing dance classes with like, you know, 10 kids on the screen. And, um, Lori and Tim at Allegro are working hard to, I mean, talk about having to change your business model. I mean, they can't even be with their kids to teach them. And, um, again, I think there's going to be a lot of things that are take, that you take away from this. And there's going to be a lot of really cool key learnings that are going to be help people be even more successful. It's just got to get through it, you know, and just hold on to, we can, you know, get back to some sense of normalcy.
1: Yeah. And I know Paul, uh, for Pollyanna events are, you know, uh, an important part of, of what you, the brand, I would say, Oktoberfest and all that kind of stuff, you know, looking forward to this summer, you know, what are some of the business thoughts you know what what are some of the discussions happening about around events
3: you know it, it you know the uh we kind of had uh loosely scheduled beer fest uh in june um that's not going to happen right. uh, we still have our october fest scheduled for september 19th i mean that that's hopeful i guess that we're being pollyannish we're being optimistic
2: <laughs> that that good is, one is,
3: is something that happens i you know i think uh, but we just don't know what the new normal looks like. Right. I could get all excited about it because I think about what it should be and what it could look like. If that breaks, if we break open sometime in the summertime and everything's kind of back to normal. And, you know, as soon as somebody has something, I think we'd be supported immensely. But then part of me says, what if it's all about, you know, if you, you have to have some type of tag that says you've been tested or uh, you're not supposed to get together in a group bigger than a hundred people or that. So then, you know, I don't know what that all is supposed to look like. And, you know, part of me said, it's nice not to have the risk, but I also want the reward. So um, if that doesn't happen, that'll, that it impact us. Um, you know, but we also could scale things down with the brewery, you know, we don't have to make the beer. Um, so we don't have the expense. So if that happens, then I guess we're, we're off the hook when it comes to um, uh, that side of it on that side of the ledger. But, but from, you know, from the experience of wanting to put this thing on, I mean, it's, it's been tradition now in Lamont ever since we uh, ever since we opened to do beer fest and uh, and an October fest. So it would, it would be, uh, it would be, you know, it it would be disheartening not to be able to pull off something. So hopefully when this thing clears up, at least we'll figure out what it should look like or what we can actually uh, put together. That'll, that'll make sense.
1: You know, the other biggie that we're all looking forward to in in Lamont is the forge and um, you know, they're also looking at th- those same questions. Who you know, who can get together, and will everybody have a mask on, and all that. But putting that aside, Paul, could you share anything about Pollyanna's collaboration with the Forge yet, or is that still top secret?
3: No, that was actually going to uh, the the uh, Forge collaboration was something that was going to be announced at the uh, uh, at the uh, the mayor's uh, address to the to the uh, to the village. But uh, you know, I've been working with the Forge for a couple of months now. We have a uh, collaboration beer which is called On the Ropes. Uh, A style beer that we are going to have cans, 16-ounce cans, four packs, and we're going to release that as the Forge is getting ready to open. We were looking at uh, their opening date, which was supposed to be Memorial, Mm -hmm. uh, and and the latest conversations with them. Looks like it's going to be a little bit later in the summertime uh, for them to open up. We're excited. I think it'll be nice because it'll be a beer that we could sell. They're going to sell on premise uh, for people that are done with all their adventuring. And then they could come into Lamont and hopefully grab it at any establishments that wants to have it, uh, including Pollyanna uh, in can, Uh And, and it should be something that gets some nice traction with the community and the surrounding area as we promoted, it was a really nice image on the, uh, on the Cam that we have too. So it should be, you know, it's kind of a whole adventure thing. it's was showing the name Ford and shows the name Pollyanna. And, you know, that's something like we did last year when we did the uh, Smoky Road collaboration and we did it for, open friendship, you know, trying to, uh, get people to think of that beer, uh, top of mind when they're in town and, uh, you know, take it home with them and, and keep buying it.
1: Yeah. But I was thinking of Smoky Row when I, when I saw on the ropes, just cause you know, it's not your first time collaborating and, uh, maybe Jen, you could mention there's something too about Smoky Row. I mean, that was, that was cool. It was neat to see everybody's logo. Your logo is on there.
2: Yeah. I mean, Pollyanna moves for us at both locations. Um, really fast and um but yeah you know again it's just people being innovative and finding new ways to help out and um but yeah i mean at one point i had four four cans of Pollyanna here and two handles at Joe's, so <laughs> nice. we do our part but paul and i always collaborate we have he has second kitchen when his tap uh, when his tap room's open um it's a cool like startup company where they have my menu only and people can go in there and order directly to my kitchen from Pollyanna and then we deliver it down to them. So that's what digs. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, we've, uh, and we're excited about the forge too. I, I don't, I'm interested to see how it works out for um, us. Um, I, I think my main concern about all the, it's so great when we have so new, so many new places and cool things to do. I always get nervous about where I'm, where are all the people parking and like those are the things that like my customers and like staff and we're all trying to figure that out because um you know with the better restaurants and brewery and um you know new things opening it's you know it, you still got you only have so many spots so i'm always i'm always trying to i'm waiting to hear like how it's all going to shake out so
1: yeah i mean it it should be a, a real boost for all the downtown business and especially now when we need it you know um, you know, sales across hospitality and restaurants and stuff have, have took a big hit for a lot of people and others have closed. And, you know, we're hearing it's going to be a while before that business really rebounds to where it was in, in 2019. Having something like the Forge coming in could give Lamont a little additional boost that maybe some of our, our neighbors or, you know, other communities don't have. So,
2: Well, I also, you know, you have to wonder, I know in California they've talked about Changing occupancy in these restaurants, and um, even some of the schools in some of these states that are reopening are, you know, one kid per table. So I think it's still, even if we come back, it'll be interesting to see how the public responds. You know, mm-hmm. are they going to want to come back full force and sit through a trivia night at Pollyanna or sit through a county night at Joss Osmos? Are they going to be nervous? You know, so, um, maybe they've really liked doing carry out and delivery and they want to do more of that. You know, I, I don't care how the money comes in. I just needed to come in so I can keep my staff employed and that, you know, I'm, um, I'm, I'm cool with however it takes out. Like I don't, you know, obviously we're not in control. I've, I'm a strong believer in God and faith and I, I think it's going to shake out the way it's intended to shake out and we'll just roll with it and hope for the best, you know?
1: You know, one change um, to that model has been uh, booze delivery. You mentioned that before, earlier, right? You're already out of uh, Pollyanna stuff right now.
2: Yep. Uh, have,
1: have your customers taken to that? Is that a, a popular part of the business?
2: I think it is, but so much of it is my like, whoever answers the phone here for me, if they mention it, then all of a sudden, like, oh, yeah, might as well. Um, <laughs> everyone's doing it. Um, so, yeah, they it's picked up a lot over this last week um i think it'll pick up more when people get those stimulus checks they're going to want to spend it you know some people are okay and haven't really been impacted as hard as others maybe they'll choose that money to spend on pollyanna and just Sosmos and digs and smoky row and um and being generous with the staff you know so but yeah they've our sangria goes really fast um and our pollyanna goes really fast uh and then this week we're doing uh bacon chocolate shot glasses that we're making in our pizza ovens, and I'm filling them with Jack Daniels. And I did a quality Ooh. control test, and I want you all to know they were delicious. And I laid through three shots in one bacon chocolate shot glass before I had to eat it. So.
1: And you could order those by the dozen. They hold up. Yeah, out. so
2: we're gonna put them on the menu. They'll be up and going tomorrow. I've got my uh, one of the kids that worked for me since he was like 16 is now a culinary student at uh, Juliet Junior College. And he came in the other day, I was like, let's do it. Somebody tagged me in a post, and they're like, you guys should do this. I'm like, we should. And then we did, and they were amazing. So um, I can't promise that we'll be able to put Crown Royal on there, because that's my dad's favorite <laughs> booze. And I'm pretty sure he's holding the XR and the reserve for him. Uh, but everything else, we're going to throw in there. So, yeah, that'll be it'll be a package deal. We'll put that out there. It'll be out for promo tomorrow. So I'm excited.
1: Okay, so uh, tomorrow is Friday, April 17th. So, um, although this usually gets up pretty
0: fast, this might be on Spotify this afternoon. No
2: pressure, Mike. Make it happen, (laughs) buddy.
0: It should be out there in time to promote your uh, chocolate bacon shot glass. Yeah, well,
1: you know, you
2: you mentioned this. out there in time, I'll send one to you. Oh, hey,
1: perfect. Sounds good to me.
2: I'm all about giving. We're all about giving.
1: You know, you mentioned the stimulus check, and that was something you know we were talking about um, in house at Village Hall the other day, and um, and it's something I talked to some of the other shopkeepers too, especially those that haven't been open, and um, friends of ours like Summer at Mabel's and and, and the such. So, you know, how do we get the word out? You know, what could the village or the chamber or you know what could people be doing to spread the word that just there's still a lot of businesses. Um, that need your help and dig deep, spend your check in Lamont, you know, I don't know. Is there something?
2: Um, You know, honestly, Paul, I don't know about you. I mean, we, I almost get so much help from like a social media perspective where I, I'm barely able to keep up with the requests for information from me. Mm -hmm. Um, And Paul, you have a huge following. I know we have 4,000 people that follow us on gels alone. Um, So between people sharing it from my page to the taste of Lamont on wheels to my personal pages. I mean, that's, it's all about that share, you know, it's one thing to like something on social media, but you endorse it and you share it. That's the best way to get those, you know, images out there. Um, especially when we have to cut back on advertising, you know, I, we do a lot of spends on Google and on Facebook, Mm um, when it comes to our ads and hyper-targeting. So for us and for me, it's all about, how, I, how many people will share that information with, you know, their friends and communities that are either next door or a couple over. And um, so as far as the village goes, I mean, the the work that you guys have done to help us try to get, um, you know, information about the loans that the government has available and um, allowing us to do the, you know, cash and carry on the liquor and the beer and the wine, I think it helps substantially because <laughs> it's a different way that, you know, it's it's reaching more people because – if they knew if they could get beer with their pizza, maybe they come to me now instead of somebody else who doesn't have the ability to sell beer, you know, yeah. and pizza. So I don't know. Paul. You know. <laughs> well, I, I guess I'd
3: say the, the last conference call that we had uh, was good. It was good to talk about the, the PPP program. It was talked about uh, that were um, some of the, some of the programs, you know, just to know that the village is thinking about us and that, and that you guys are promoting. I like, when you guys sent out your little blasts on, on uh, support local and support the restaurants, support the bars, uh, support Pollyanna brewery, you know, I think all those are, uh, do, do well. Uh, I would have liked to have seen, you know, I was surprised as many places that in town kind of, kind of closed down, hunkered down. Um, I thought more would be able to stay open, to tell you the truth. So um, it, it is, um, you know, it's a sign of what's, what's going on. I get it too. I get it too. I mean, there was a decision that we made that said we could have done the exact same thing, mm-hmm. and there were some breweries that decided to um, to do exactly that, which was not, to not to not to not to not be open at all. And um, you know, I didn't think that was the right choice for us. I thought we had um, you know the right the right idea of how to keep everything clean, how to social distance, how to do curbside, how to do you know we changed our platform on on ordering over from uh, the way we had it um, to through our POS system and being able to do tips and so forth and so on online. So I know I'm getting a little off base on, on the uh, question here, but, um, but, you know, there were, there, you really had to sit down and kind of think of ways to adapt, to, to figure this out. And I think the village has done everything it has to, um, you know, to, to, to support us. Um, you know, it, I just think everybody who, you know, maybe it would have been good to have just the uh, bars or the, or the merchants all kind of talk and say, Hey, you know, what are you guys doing? to stay open. Yeah. Um, I think maybe that's what the call is tomorrow too, which is to say, you know, Hey, we called such and such our, our POS people, and this was a different platform and they decided to change it so that we can do this. And they decided not to charge anybody for it. And this was something that really was good for us to be able to stay open in order to take online orders and pre-orders. It was something that we weren't able to do prior. We weren't even worried about that, thinking about that. And um, you know, maybe somebody else would say, wow, I didn't know that that could be done or, Oh, who'd you talk to or, or something like that. I mean, more than happy to share, Anything right now with anybody in order to help them um, keep the business
1: going? You guys both use Toast, right?
2: I use Toast at Digs, but we shut that down. So I use uh, Prevention here. Um, but again, we were set up for like for Paul. If you guys weren't set up for that. It wasn't something you guys did. No. That's not part of what you do. We were set up from the beginning. So for me, it was seamless. Um, the only thing I had to do was transfer phone lines from. Digs to gel so when people call Digs, they don't even realize they're getting transferred to gel Sosmos. and so we just have to change how we answer the phone. And now it's it's a it's a mouthful. It's <laughs> this is Jen. Well, you know, thanks for calling just Sosmos, Pizzeria and Digs on Canal and Smoky Row. It's just <laughs> and then people get super confused and have no idea what the hell I'm talking about.
1: Um, it, you know, you you mentioned you moved Digs in, and so you kind of have two businesses there, but you really kind of have three. three. You got Smoky Row that launched. Kind of this yeah, year. But, you
2: know, we, we really peeled back the doing a lot of the smoke right now. Um, meat is difficult. To, you know, the meat industry has changed a bit. It's hard. You know, there's a lot of grocery stores pulling a lot of that meat now. Um, since so many restaurants closed, that business model changed. Um, so we still do like the pulled pork, like our top salaries we do. Um, and we put some of them on special, but for the most part, we've collapsed that menu. And our gel's menu is very small too. I'm not carrying a lot of stuff. um, that is on our big, robust new menu because I don't have space for it in these freezers. So we're doing the best of the best of all three brands, um, and honestly, it's worked out really well. Um, and I believe that you know you can have less items and do them all really well and be consistent, then you're doing okay. And my guys in my kitchen are—they're no joke. They're the real deal. They're—they know what they're doing and um, they do it well. So we're just—we're just. We're just... <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. Every day is
1: something different. We're just going with it. You know, uh, to end uh, with a little bit of positive and some local love, you know, you got Smokey Row. And, and, Paul, you did a Smoky Row as well. And, of course, there's Smoky Row Antiques. And that's the – and it's Smoky Row. And that's sort of part of the history of Lamont and its um, colorful past um, with canal workers and the like. And, Paul, you have another beer named after a Lamont landmark as well. Isn't your Oktoberfest or – The Fruhoff, yeah,
3: Yeah, Fruhoff is after the Charles Fruhoff building, which is uh, where La Dolce Vita's in.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then, and Diggs is a play, uh, you know, on on the quarry and canal and everything. So, um, I'm probably, there's probably more examples that I'm missing around town, uh, quarry pub and whatnot. Um, What is it about Lamont that you guys love so much that you've made Lamont part of your own brand? The full Lamonti, heck, how did I forget that? well i was waiting for that <laughs> i know
2: what the heck it should have been number
3: one because i haven't had one yet today <laughs> ah there you go you i don't even
2: get... have a tap anymore
3: <laughs> you know that's a and that is truly a lamont beer it, it has traction outside uh of lamont uh, somewhat but the uh but that's just a easy drinking golden ale we put that uh we put the um the scenic uh, budnick park the, mm-hmm. the clock on there um and and it just has uh you actually could pick up a little bit of uh huey's right there right. too that building and some of the facade there so uh yeah you know it was just a fun you know we we always wanted to have that connection to the to the to the um you know to being local uh that's why people come out that's why people still say full you know there's people that just you know that's the beer that they drink because it's the beer that is made in town and if we don't have it or they don't see it. They get all excited, you know. They go, they get, they, they, you know, they, they go to Jewel all the time to buy it, or they're now they're going to Pete's Fresh, or they're going to one of the liquor stores in town, and that's what they're buying. So uh, we wanted to have something that had that, you know, certainly had that connection. Uh, we also had Maisie, which was named after one of the um, um, uh, one of the brothels in uh, town during the uh, the late 1800s. Oh, so, I didn't you know, know was- <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one. That was that was our American Pale. No, thing. I know the that beer. I didn't, I didn't know. know. What's that? Was that your idea? Uh, you know what? We actually went over to the Historical Society. <laughs> oh, you didn't get it. And uh, Is Sue, it was Sue's idea? It was, she gave us a bunch of names, and that's one that got picked out. That one was a good name, though, Maisie. And, of course, everybody says Mozzie, but uh, uh, whatever. But the... Uh, potato, uh, a,
2: potato, whatever. Yeah,
3: yeah. So uh, so that was another one that we chose. We also had one that was called Athens Marble at one time, which was an homage to... Uh, all the uh, um, all the marble that was quarried out, like for uh, uh, for Water Tower Place or for Holy Name Cathedral. So um, you know, kind of giving a little giving back and letting people have some fun with you know they they like I mean people live in Lamont because they like the schools, they like the town, they like the people, they like the they like the uh, overall uh, environment that we have. And you know what if 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 the beer's names enhance that, then so be it. We were uh, we always figured we were going to be. Well, as Jen said, one of these places that gives back to the community as much as we can. And and I think that's what we're still, that's still our goal. Um, and uh, it's been in our mission statement since
2: day one. Same.
1: Cool, cool. Jen, last words. I know you started. Do you want anything for the community?
2: Oh. I like being bookends. Um, <laughs> no, I just think, um, you know, it's been really interesting to see, uh all the restaurants that are still open and all the places that are still open trying to come up with new ways to make money themselves but also give back. And I think, um, you know, I have to give a shout out to Terry O'Neill because she is this remarkable human who, I mean, day and night is out there trying to, you know, get people to give back to those who are in need the most and your neighbors. I mean, people you don't even realize need stuff. And so, um my mom who retires from the silver cross in October said to me the other day through tears, (laughs) um, I can't wait to retire when this is over to go help Terry O'Neill. Oh, wow. Um, Because, you know, um, when you watch her in action at digs and I walk into digs and it's unrecognizable, I mean, there's like paper towels and bleach and there's stuff for pouring in every day. Um, that's why we're in Lamont because Lamont pulls together for each other. And, um, no matter what happens with the two restaurants, I'll always know that, like, during a time of crises, my parents were able to open their doors, open the freezers, put the lights on to help our neighbors. Um, at the end of the day, that's really all that matters. And whatever good things come from that or whatever happens and changes our business after is, is what it is. So, you know, we're just in it together. We're, um, I'm just happy to still be able to work all day. My poor husband <laughs> spent a home with three kids. Uh. All day, and I'm, my life hasn't changed at all. I mean, I'm taking sides Dan of and Yeah, yeah. And Market
1: research, things. right?
2: It's, I mean, silver linings, guys. Silver linings.
1: Hey, and, and and since you mentioned, I mean, you've been really upfront. I know I said last words, but we can't let uh, let the podcast end without thanking your mom. And I've really enjoyed seeing what you're posting on gels. You know, the appreciation. You have for them, yeah. and uh,
2: yeah, they're remarkable people, and I, and they are as genuine as they appear to be. They are like, they're just great. They're just great people. And uh, I, my dad's like the funniest dude on the planet. He just cracks me up. He's losing his mind a little bit because he's been trapped in <laughs> the house too. But um, I don't know. I'm I'm blessed, and I will say that every day that I get up and I come in this place, um, not everybody gets to work with like the best bosses ever. So
1: that's pretty awesome. And hey, and she was in Cranes fifty.
2: She was. What's so funny is one of our customers brought, like, sent her the copy. She's named uh, one of the top female executives um, under, over 50. And she doesn't look like she's over 50. She <laughs> looks like my sister, which is sad for me. Great for her. No, she looks um, great. But she is. Yeah, she was named. And she's so humble. I was like, Mom, congratulations. She's like, Yeah, that's nice. I was like, <laughs> But see, she's, um, gosh, she's done so much in her. I mean, uh, ah, the bar is too high for me to hit, but um, maybe I can hit Ed's bar. But I definitely can hit Ed's bar. <laughs> That's I'll awesome. Tell him I said no,
1: that. no, no. He, he doesn't <laughs> listen. <laughs> and, and Paul, oh, you know, thanks to you know, give a shout out to all your partners. Um, you Thank know, you. Ed
3: and Brian, and them have all. Be- you guys have all become friends. Um,
1: and uh, really, we really, really appreciate that.
3: Well, what we really need in town is probably another another pizza place and another brewery. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Agreed. That'd be
2: great.
1: I'll get working on I that. I was waiting to Can see
2: you work how long on that? it would take you to say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> we have that event post too. Um. Okay. Hey, competition, right? Um, isn't that what capitalism is all about? Yeah. Sure.
1: <laughs> me. All right. Thanks guys. My-
0: Perfect. Yeah. It was great to hear from you guys and great perspective of what's going on, what's coming up. And I'm sure everyone in the month's going to love to hear about it. So again, thank you guys for coming out and joining us.
2: Thanks, Mike.
3: All
0: Thanks, right. Mike. You
2: Good too. To you.
3: Thanks, Jason. Hi. Cheers. Thanks, Jason. Put it on. Bye-bye.